This is the Decibel Geek Podcast with Chris Sinzak and Aaron Camaro. All right, so here we are. We're in Nashville, Tennessee. I'm Aaron Camaro on assignment for the Decibel Geek Podcast, <laughs> hanging out outside the Alexis Hotel off of Elm Hill Pike. And I knew I was in the right place when I saw the construction out front. I thought it was destruction. I said, this is the right place. This must be where Dawn of the Rising is at. So I rolled on in. I found Ray. I found Iggy. We've been hanging out a little bit this afternoon. We've got kind of a slack in the uh, episodes on Decibel Geek, so I thought it'd be fun just hang out with you guys for a little bit and talk about why you're in town, what's the state of Dawn of the Rising, and just hang out and shoot the breeze. We're outside. It's a beautiful day. How are you guys doing? Doing very well, thank you for coming out. We appreciate you. Yeah, man. Right on, well, it's awesome to see you guys. Yeah, and uh, long time coming, you know. Yeah. Uh, as I've said before, that you know I've been a fan for a long time because you know I love rock and roll as you do, and I'm a fan first. So I always uh, would try to find things at work because I worked overnight at the time, you know, and and. And I would listen to Eddie Trunk once in a while, you know, and then I was thinking, hmm, there's got to be other podcasts out there because he had a lot of that me, me, me stuff. And I like him, but you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, so yeah. I'm like, I'm looking for something else. That, that uh, And then I came across you guys and I'm like, man, these guys are cool as fuck, man. And they got cool content. And I love uh, everything you guys do as far as, you know, how you do it. Like you're. Uh, just straight up good dudes and that's how I like to roll you know right on so yeah, I've been a fan for the, all this time and now to meet you in person yeah, man hell yeah man it's <laughs> cool um just to let you know when I'm name dropping it's it's you guys that's what I like yeah, yeah I know and Don, I appreciate I know that and I know heck yeah and we can't wait to get the new record to you and we wanted to get it by now but I got one song and it's my fault I'm lagging on it because I'm mixing this one and I'm having my friend uh, uh, Brandon, who's done the last recordings, yeah. uh, master it because he's in the mix. The moving out here to the south, actually, he's going to North Carolina, which is Brandon Krasiniak from uh, the Library Studios, who's done all our videos so far and all our recording so far. Yeah. And now I'm kind of doing the, the recording and mixing because, like I said, he's in the transition of moving. But he is going to master these. He mastered the... The, the second to last song just now, I got that back. I got that to you, Iggy. And then mm -hmm. now I got one more, and then it's final. I wanted to bring you a hard All copy, right. but Man. it didn't happen. That's what I was hoping. Well, the interview's over. I'm out of here. That's, oh, you know what? That's what I was here for. I'm going to I'm gonna grab the merch, though. We have merch upstairs for you. Yeah, we got some, okay. uh, some, some swag for nice. you guys. Yeah, yeah. I'll wear yeah. that around here proudly. And it's it's actually limited edition. Limited oh, edition. Nice. There was only 12 of these shirts run. They were for our 2020 tour that never happened, but they were for our crew. Thank you, COVID. Yeah, yeah. yeah and we were going to go from Phoenix and go up to 40, which comes through here. But we were going to go. Remember, I was talking to you. I said, man, right. if we do this metal in the mountains. Yeah, West Virginia. Um, I was contacting oh, so you because right I said, we want to stop here, remember? Yeah. And you said, we could work something out. But um, anyway, we were going to plan a tour down the whole 40. To make it worthwhile to go to the Metal in the Mountains Festival from our label at that time, which I won't mention. And um, we were going to play that and then do the same thing on the way back, but probably less shows on the way back. And maybe stop here and meet you guys because we're off the 40. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, but, you know, COVID happened and I got off the fucking board and uh, it sucked. <laughs> yeah. But here we are. 
Right, but you guys took advantage of it. Yeah. Because at the time, when everybody's sitting at home not doing nothing, Iggy, we were talking about this yes. earlier, you guys took advantage of that by putting out music and putting videos. out some great videos where people were sitting at home looking for stuff to watch. Right. Literally. That had to help quite a bit, I got to Yeah, and Brian Mogul, this is a musician in Phoenix. He's a great guitar player. Um, actually from a band called Blitzkrieg in uh, New York back in the day, and uh, Joey Belladonna was his singer. Yeah. Before Anthrax took him oh. from that band. And yeah. then in return, they got to tour with him and whatever. But anyways, Brian does this thing, and it's kind of a cool thing. It's a... a metal orchestra type thing yeah. like symphony mixed with metal yeah and then he has a whole band too and i sing with him a couple times i did he only has one singer on his first record uh dinner and a solo and i'm the guy who he picked which is a blessing yeah. and god bless it's him for that interesting but long story short he had during that time doing live feed shows like at his band rehearsal studios oasis in mesa yeah um and he's like, he loved our band, and he was like, dude, um, we're going to put on some shows. Would you like to play? I know it's this, and I have this many numbers of plays, and you know what I mean? And so we did that, and it kept us alive through that. And Brian Mogul, he did that for a lot of the music scene. It wasn't just us. He would have shows, and it was like a concert, but online, you know, yeah, and he'd have yeah. them come in, and of course, social distancing, so one band at a time, only one old lady each or whatever, and one roadie each or whatever, so you were only allowed so many people and blah, 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 but he always had food uh, in one room, you know what I mean? And That's cool, And, and uh, he would have the bands in, and we'd play like these virtual concerts, and, and that helped us stay yeah. ready to play when it's time. Because you're literally playing, but it's kind of weird because you're playing to no audience. Right. That right. you can see. That you can see. But in reality, you know, you're playing to probably a pretty big audience. Yes. Yes. And he does well. He's a, I, I admire his marketing. Yeah. And he's the guru of it. Like, he's everywhere constantly and he does live feeds all the time. Uh, like, you'll I, be at a restaurant four in the afternoon. Ding. The fuck? And then here he is. Brian Mogul is live like at three in the morning. Bing, bing, bing. Brian Mogul is live and he'll do his thing. He'll run his tracks and he'll and, play his and guitar. Talk a little bit about what's going on in the music scene over there. Yeah, he spits, uh, uh, you know, promotes everybody. Yeah. Loves everybody. That's cool. like and, and gives them uh, light of day on his show all the time. Like, right. and so I wanted to mention him also. Plus, that's what happened for us as a band. We so, need more people like that. You know? Absolutely. Especially in trying times like back then. Oh, yeah. And there's a guy, a photographer, John Rowland, who does all those pictures you see of us. Mm -hmm. There's others, too. But Brian, uh, jo John, John Rowland is at every show, and he does this free. And he brings pro equipment. And he's a mailman all day walking around the beat, delivering everybody's mail. And at night, tired of shit, he goes out. And sees bands all over Arizona. Local like, bands, international bands. I mean, he's been in every fucking show that I can remember. And then he releases the pictures on Facebook, tags everybody in the band, and then they're yours. You, you can see the passion. And he doesn't want he a fucking that. dime. He's another Brian Mogul. You know what I'm yeah. saying? He, these are two good people that we've been in, in uh, friends with that I hold dear to me because 
I have a passion for music, obviously, and for them to be such a, a asset to the community of music in my town, it means a lot to me. Because yep. those people, like you said, without them, who the fuck do you got? You got nobody. You got your buddy with a cell phone. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which is cool, and, and I'm not saying that's bad, but this guy comes out and dedicates his time. So he's and worth exactly. a mention Comes as well. in, brings his time, pro equipment, you know, because his cameras ain't cheap. Pictures we use for marketing, and, right. and yeah. I told him we're... Uh, we're gonna, you know, do something for him, and he's like, oh, I don't want it, I don't want it. But one of these days, I'm gonna snatch him up, take him to a five star dinner or something. You know what I mean? He deserves it. He's right. a great guy. Yeah. He really is. reminds me of like Rock and Ron, how you, he yeah. used to do it for Decibel Geek TV. Yep. Yeah, yeah, he's Just a doing awesome it, not dude. making yeah. a penny doing it, but the so passion. proud of you, like when it would go out and people would enjoy it, you know, and people that couldn't be at that show get a chance to, to witness it, you know, in right. a way. Yeah. So I know that meant a lot to him, and that's you know that's all of us. Well, those are the things you can take with you. You can't take your car with you when you die. Right. You can't take your money with you when you die. Uh You can't take anything with you, but you can take this, your heart. You know what I mean? And all all the the things that 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 you that you experienced in your life and the things you leave behind for others in the future. And he's a legacy because you and I will will say Ron's name many years and he will live on and his shows you got them recorded you know that's just like music and then so you think about that sometimes like when you're doing like podcasting and stuff like Decibel Geek and you think someday you know when we're all long gone this stuff might still be out there available somewhere and somebody will be listening somebody's great great grandkids might go oh you know we found we did some history and found this guy you know he's my great great grandfather and he did this thing and then we looked it up and found this thing called decibel geek or your grandkids find it or whatever you know and go back and listen to their ancestor that's been gone for years Yeah. yeah pretty wild i'm like grateful to actually be in a position to leave material behind when I'm gone for my legacy and family uh, so they can know where I grew up and and the words that I sing in my time. You know what I mean? Especially with music. What better way to tell them how you live is through your music. And and they can go back and, wow, because you ever wonder your great-grandfather, I wonder what he was into. Yeah. You know what oh, I mean? He was in a band and then look it up and be like, whoa, you yeah. know. And Good oh, thing awesome. I didn't know I'm, him. No, just <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully encourage them to do their own thing yeah, in the future. Be, yeah. be inspired by it. Like, yeah. oh, wow, my yeah. ancestor did this. Maybe I got it in me too. Yeah, like those old uh, 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 bootleggers back in the day. If my grandpa can mm-hmm. do it, I can do it too, you know. Heck yeah. That's awesome. So is moonshine real here? It's If you're talking about the stuff you can buy at the gas stations, it's similar, but it's it's not the real, real thing. Yeah, yeah. Is yeah. there still the traditional? When, when I moved down here, my brother had a jar, a mason jar, uh-huh. in his kitchen with that stuff in it. And Woo. I, like, sniffed it one time. I was like, oh, shit, you know. <laughs> and then I gave it just, like, a little sip, and I was like, Oh damn! You know, yeah. I can't drink this shit. It's too much. Like worse than gasoline. And I left it alone, but I caught a little buzz off a little tiny sip off that yeah. stuff. You yeah. know, I've never drank it before. But <laughs> the only it. time I had moonshine, uh, have you heard of the Flog of Molly's? I'm sure you have. Mm-hmm. 
David King used to sing for uh, uh, Fastway. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, a lot of people don't know that unless no, you're a it's fan. Hard to imagine. And he's Irish for one, and I'm Irish, so I've always liked him, even from Fastway, especially yeah. from Fastway. Especially, yeah. But I love the Flog and Mollies as well because it's my culture. Yeah. But one time we were doing Tempe Town Lake as a stagehand, my son and I, James. Yeah. Uh, we were working, and we were on stage right off to the side and the bass player was over there and he had a cup of something it was St. Patrick's Day and it was clear and we're standing there and he's doing his bass thing and he comes over and he looks at my son and he hands him that jar like you're talking about and my son goes what and he goes and I'm standing with him and James takes a hit and he whoa and then he hands it to me and I'm like what is it and I took a hit and I'm like whoa it's like yeah. drinking fire yeah. straight up and then after the show I asked the guy I said dude what is that and he's like that's moonshine straight up moonshine wow I was like holy fuck you I'm not gonna ask how he got it because he's on the road you know he probably fucking do fire with it yeah. I had yeah. no idea In what Puerto it was Rico, but it was it tasted like it pitorro. yeah like if you took your Coleman lantern and took the lid off <laughs> took a drink <laughs> the kerosene literally yeah, that's what it was yeah. like yeah. dude and I bet it would have the same effect if you lit a match. Yeah. Oh, probably the probably does. <laughs> so you guys have been running around Nashville for a couple of days. Have you run into anybody famous here? Well, Nothing. We, yeah. we ran into Aaron Camaro. Oh, yeah, the, oh, yeah, course, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you're the first and only celebrity so All far. All right. Well, you still got a little more time. Yeah. Um, I met the old guitar player. Christian Simon, he used to play with Faster Pussycat. Oh, shit. I met him the other day. So that's kind of the weird thing about Nashville is, yeah. like, you run into people sometimes. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, who knows who, like, who we crossed by yesterday, but yeah. since it was so packed. But, yes, we survived uh, Broadway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they went to Kid Rocks. Oh, yeah. yeah. Did you guys make it to Bowie's? No. No? Oh, that's, I told you, that's the rock place. You guys went up and down Broadway and couldn't make it no more blocks up the street. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. It, it was like a grid. I mean, it was like, okay, like we're going up, but let's make a left. There's a couple of venues here. Walked it out, kept on going up. Then when we reached the end, then we started doing the same thing, going downwards. Yeah. It was fun, though. I mean, Yeah, we, Hank Williams, I think, just opened. We went in that's there. That's right, I saw that. We went in there, and that was kind of cool. And, uh, uh, I mean, so much to see, even yeah, though... Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot to take in in one night. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, which way do you go? And keep, I keep see keep why you stay along. away from there, honestly. And I, can't, yeah. I can't believe that we passed that Gibson garage. I wanted to go there and see it. Maybe do it later today oh, yeah. before they close down. There's still places. I mean, uh, and during the night, there were also many places like that that were closed at that time. They shut down operations yeah. at 5, 6, whatever. So It was uh, interesting. Yeah, you know? downtown's a lot different now from when I moved down here like 20 years ago. There used to be strip clubs down there. Oh, no wonder in, that in one the is called ways. a nudie, nudie bar or whatever, but it's not a TV No, it's bar. a brand. It's, it's, a, a, it's a brand, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's not a, anything like that. But, yeah, so it just turned into clubs, and, and I see that it's all famous country singers that are owning them. Yeah, a lot of them. And Kid Rock, which yeah. turned into a country yeah. singer. <laughs> yeah, it was funny and, and interesting being in a floor they got their you know their regular bar and food and all the service they do and a country band for example then second floor the same concept but rock band a third right, floor yeah. and other type of whatever blue grass yeah, or whatever yeah. they were playing we did Fourth, see rock we stayed on the floor of rock at kid rock and it was a band i don't even know their name it was two chicks two dudes yeah they were doing covers and 
uh, and and uh, request song requests and all that. It was, yeah. it was and it cool. was eclectic. They were going from Metallica to like country. Like right. it was they crazy. Human yeah. human jukebox basically. Yeah, yeah. Like and, I said, when when I was at Rock and Pod that time, and I'm like, I'm starving at the Keel Fest, yeah. and Eric Luzier finds me and says, Kid Rock's right up the way. They got food there. I go, Let's go. So it's me and him and the Mooger Fooger, and we haul ass up the street, <laughs> and we go to Kid Rock's, and we're like, This floor is packed, and then we go to the next floor, and it's packed, and we finally like make it to the third or fourth floor, and we find a spot at the bar. And we're starving, and we take the empty seats. But it's like a band, and they're playing like Taylor Swift songs. And oh shit. god! And there's a bunch of girls in there. They're loving it, you know. Yeah. We're starving, so we're like suffering through the music while <laughs> yeah. we're trying to replenish ourselves to go back up to Keelfest and drink more beer. Dude, Keelfest, that must have been bomb. I'm a huge Ron Keel fan ever since I was young. I was that kid in the video with the boombox yeah. cranking right to rock. There is exactly, I had a boombox, I had the cassette, nice. and I was mobbing the malls cranking that, like uh, Cherry Lane, all that shit, you know? Yeah. So, I, I, man, if I had the money, I would have been here for that for sure, especially Steeler, because I started out. Yeah, Steeler um, was cool, man. Um, what was that? Uh, Rick Fox. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. They used it on, uh, there was a, a radio show back in the day, and they used that, that thing in, in, in Steeler yeah. to start the show. What the hell was it? I can't think of the name. It was a radio show. I'll have to remember it. But it was national. Right. But uh, they started with Steeler's thing, and, and that's how I became a Steeler fan and then Keel of course and because I'm old man I've been around a long time <laughs> right no I, I remember Keel <laughs> yeah but I love that man and I saw him open for Molly Crew I think th Theater Paint as you know in their heyday and, and it was awesome he, yeah. I remember him throwing the microphone to the light rack and catching it in time for a scream next, yeah yeah, yeah. Nice. i was like man these guys yeah, he's a I, that's when i went out yeah. and bought the cassette right after that show <laughs> nice the same with like the great white i that's how i was turned on to a lot of bands like i go see my favorite band jesus priest and great white opened up and i'm like who are these guys right. and they came out and blew doors with that first record like that first record stick was cool. it yeah and all they, those songs they were kind of a little priesty back then yeah like you could tell like at that because they changed. They changed into like a blues, heavy blues band. Right. Yeah, totally, less. totally. But before that, that first album's fucking awesome. Metal. They, it's so metal. And it's so good. I wish they would have stayed that And way. after that concert, and that was Heads Are Gonna Roll Tour, or whatever it was called, you know, 84. Mm -hmm. And uh, I went right out and bought that cassette and burned it down. Like, played it, played it, played it, played it. Um, and that was... You know what I mean? That's how I was turned on to a lot of bands that I never even knew. They would tour with the bigger bands, and I'd yeah. be like, holy shit, these guys are rocking. Yeah. You know, and, and now look at the two great whites, you know. Yeah. yeah. One and a half, I guess. I don't ever yeah. hear nothing out of Jack Russell's great white anymore. Yeah, like two years ago, I think they dropped something new, and I haven't They heard. only had the one album, and that's yeah. been a while now. Yeah. 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 Wasn't it a couple years ago, I think? Uh, and then I saw, like... Uh, when they had that uh, music thing in California, he was there. Uh, they had a clip of him singing one of the ballads. And, uh, yeah, I haven't heard from him in a while. Yeah. He used to send out, like, a song of the day out of his website on Facebook. And, uh, and it would be other bands, you know, his friends. And he would say, oh, here's a song <laughs> of the day. And and uh, I kind of do that, too. Yeah. Right. But, but um 
I'm excited to hear the other great white because that singer they got now is a young dude. Yeah. And he's the best thing they've had since Jack Russell because he actually sounds like Jack Russell a lot, you know, and he, yeah. can, he can do it. So these other guys, they got like uh, Terry Elouse yeah. and Mitch uh, I worked. Mitch I worked a great while with him. Yeah. I got a funny story about but that. Those singers, are they're not... They're already established, so they're not going to make X Y Z. Yeah, they're not going to make themselves sound. Then like the Jack Christian Russell. guy didn't fit. I don't think the yeah. guy with the super long hair, uh, Mitch Malloy. Yeah, yeah, I don't think he fit very well. At no, all. no, he's got he a great there. voice, but it wasn't that thing. style. Yeah, because no, he's more like a man. He's more of like a Michael Bolton kind of guy. If yeah. you ever really listen to his music, literally. Yeah, but this guy they got now is Brett Carlisle. I'm looking forward to the new music. I think I'll it's check that be out. Probably the best thing. Uh, I saw Gray White with Kristen um, uh, maybe a year or two ago, and Andrew Freeman. Yeah. Sang uh, because it was in between. Um, I think their new guy couldn't do a gig or something, and then he was in it. Or no, they got rid of Mitch Malloy. Yeah. And then they had to get a singer, and then he came in yeah, and did the gig on right. that tour, and we saw him at the Marquee Theater in Tempe. And, and he hit all the notes. They were doing all the old tracks from the first record. And he was hitting every note because I've been, you know, like I said, I'm pretty, I, I love Jack Russell. Right, yeah. And I'm used to that. But I was like, Andrew hit every fucking note. And I got respect because I saw him with, in the club, the 44 where I work. Yeah. Um, Nancy and Robert own it. And, and that's who I work for. Um, they had George Lynch in there, and Andrew Freeman sang for him. And he did all the docking shit and killed it. Right. And I was like, whoa, That's who good. is this fucking guy? And I realized he sang for the Dio band. Right, yep. And, yeah. Yeah, right. but he did the Great White, and I was like, holy fucking shit, this guy can sing, man. And he nailed it. The first guy, like you said, that I heard, so I'm really curious about the new guy. Because I was right. like, Andrew Freeman, but he didn't stick. I think there was some deal where, like, there was a scheduling conflict. Because Andrew Freeman, like you said, has got other stuff going yeah. on. And they were ready to go out on tour, and he couldn't make a date. And then they did a show with this young kid, and I say young kid, young man. Yeah. And uh, he nailed it, and they loved it, you know. Yeah. And said, "Well, if you got other stuff going on, man, you go ahead." I mean, yeah. Because he's yeah. They were and, almost and, and, saying and he's, he's the got, man because right, they were like, "This yeah. guy could." He, he was blowing doors, no lie. Yeah. No lie. He was. I was like, whoa. And I'm a deep. Jack Russell fan, yeah, you know what too, I mean? Me and I was like, this guy's killing it. Yeah. Even when I worked great white with the XYZ guy, he was good too, but he didn't sound, he did his own thing, right. which I would do too as yeah, a singer. Because you don't want to just be, if you're already an established singer with other stuff that people know, you can't just make yourself sound like somebody else all right. of a sudden. Right. Like uh, when uh, Whitfield Crane from Ugly Kid Joe, he joined life, the band Life of Agony for a minute. But then they got together and they started doing, they did a couple of shows and they're like, we sound like Ugly Kid Joe now. Yeah. Like we sound like Life of Agony if Ugly Kid Joe was our singer. Yeah. And that don't, that don't jive, you no. know? No, you should call they, it something And they else. all yeah. knew it. And so they, he bowed out and they got yeah. somebody else. But, yeah. you know, when you're an established singer like that, it would almost be demeaning yeah. to try to make yourself sound like the original guy. Right. But for somebody who's young and building a name for themselves, because... Ray White's not going to be around forever, but this young dude can catapult yeah. himself off oh, of that one. Yeah, he'll day. get a gig for sure. Yeah. And, you know, bounce on to the next thing eventually. Mm -hmm. Or start his own thing and then exactly. it'll be legit yeah. because right. he has a the, foundation from yeah. a professional band. 
And like uh, a brief thing, like Angel Black, I I don't mimic John Kaysen, who you know my friend that passed away. I do my own thing. You have to. And yeah. and he was a great singer too. I mean, he sings high. It's a challenge, and it makes me have to work. And that that's what's exciting is because I have to, you know what I mean. Right. I have to pay attention because it's not my own. We're writing, but you know what I'm saying. My whole point is that I'm trying to do what and honor what he did, but in my way. Right. Yeah. Because that's what you got to do, and I understand that. But if that guy's killing it, just like Jack Russell, that's awesome. Yeah. So I'm like I said, really looking forward to see what that new album is going to be like. Yeah, that's going to be interesting for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so all kinds of cool stuff going on all the time. So what you guys are here in Nashville for an awards show? Yes. What is that all about? Go ahead, Iggy. You uh, well, one. that's the Jossie Music Awards, uh, the ninth, actually. It's the ninth year that they've been doing this. And uh, back in, what was it, May, that we got that letter saying that we were nominated for uh, Best Rock Band of the Year. And we nice. were like, oh, shit, cool. <laughs> we're flying Nashville. <laughs> oh, man. So that's going to happen tomorrow. Uh, the gala uh, red carpet starts at 4 and then at five the gala begins. So it's all the nominees, all the categories. It's, it's big. You guys gonna be walking the red carpet? Oh yeah. Yeah, nice. Ray's nice. gotta do her hair today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gotta curl my locks <laughs> and paint my nails like Iggy. Right. Yeah. Oh, you got to. <laughs> Mine are blanco. And, and honestly, White. I mean, we're we're super excited. We're honored, and uh, I mean, it's a big opportunity for us also to meet other people right. and and bring the Dawn of the Rising name here in, in Nashville. So definitely, and we're looking forward to it, and uh, also getting to know more a little bit more of Nashville. There's so many things here to see, so much uh, music, music culture. city, yeah. man. Like it's it's intense, and I know these yeah. bands make money because out there I was listening, and they're like. Oh, if you want to hear a song, $20, make it happen. Plus the tips. I'm like, are you kidding me, man? And that's the thing, though. These musicians down here are so fucking good that if somebody puts, say, a $50 bill and puts in I Am Just a Boy off The Elder, they're going to fucking go in the back, listen to it on YouTube one time, and go... Okay, and go back out and figure yep, out how to play. We it. saw that, yeah. <laughs> like that, you know. So oh be, man, I didn't hear re- a bad note last night. Yeah, all the bands, all the bars, country or not, it don't matter. I respect anything that's professional as yeah. a musician. I don't dog anybody that can play, and I, and you know they're legit. You gotta give respect if you're a real musician, yeah. because that's what it is. And these guys, I have to say, man, the talent in Tennessee is 100% legit. And yep. bring your A game. United States, if you think you got it tight, yeah. you better practice again because these boys here are bringing it. Yeah, I see guys down at the bus stop all the time as I'm rolling past on my way to work with their guitars waiting for the bus to take them back home. Yeah. Oh, man, it's just amazing. The uh, that's, that's what I really took in last night was the culture of the music uh, and the, the way that one band will just play any genre. And that's just the way they make money. And they make right. good money. Obviously, yeah. they're getting paid for being there. Plus $20 a song. Right. And plus when we tips. were leaving Kid Rock, the main band on the main floor on that 20-foot stage or whatever it was, yeah. um, they were like, all right, if you want to hear Freebird, they're like, Because <laughs> they probably heard right. it a million yeah, times. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. They're like, boo. But well, he's like, but one person wanted it. it. And they like... 
you're gonna have to give us more than a hundred bucks to play that. And they actually made the quota. And yeah. and he goes, or no, he said we're gonna need a hundred bucks to play right. that. And then he goes, we're gonna play it. We got two hundred dollars wow. to play fucking Freebird, and I'm gonna play the guitar myself. Right. That was it. For you for that. Wow. And he was the singer. You know yeah. what I mean? So he just went and grabbed a guitar, I guess, because we left. We were leaving. We were going, ah, oh, excuse me, excuse yeah, me. Gotta, fuck, gotta, fuck. Gotta get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Before that song. No, just kidding. <laughs> I love well, they, they, I, We kind of heard when they started playing the song. We were like, oh, shit, they, they did it. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I was yeah. just amazed. Drop of a hat. Boom. I know it. Let's do it. Let's go. Was, and then we went to this little bar, uh, uh. Uh, uh, Doc Holidays. Okay. Yeah. And um, just two dudes on acoustic. One sang and played, and one just played. Yeah, they not a bad note out of those dudes either. And, they and they're on acoustic from... with no. They're not hiding behind any effects right. yeah. or no delay, no auto tune. From you know what I mean? Alice in Chains up to country songs, and I was like, oh. everything you wanted. And By every, request for twenty dollars, and every <laughs> single bar, every single place down on Broadway has pretty much got it. Yeah, yeah. Like you walk past windows, like there's a band. You walk past windows, there's a band. You know. Right. What I thought was funny is I saw a sign. I took a picture of it. Uh, Please don't do coke in the bathroom. <laughs> I was like, son of a bitch. I had to take a picture of that. That's funny. You got to put up a sign. Oh, <laughs> Literally. Yeah. And that was at Doc Holiday's upstairs. Uh, it's like a small fuck. You've been there, right? I don't think so. No. Well, it's if a I did, tiny I club, bro. Maybe have. Tiny. There was another It's like sign 20 that was by funny. 10, and then a stair stairway spiral up to the next floor, which is yeah. by maybe 30 by 10, and then the bathroom. And the bar, that's it. And people just cram up in this. And then, uh, it, and that's where the sign was. And it was neon. Wow. Please, red neon. Please don't do coke in the bathroom. I'll show you the picture before that's you leave. That's awesome. Yeah, I <laughs> was what? like, this There is... was another funny sign saying that you got to wash your hands no matter if you're white, black, uh, Indian, alien, whatever the fuck you are. But all, keep, just wash your fucking hands. Yeah. Oh, that was yeah. funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So much shit. Yeah, so we're taking in the culture. You know? Yeah, <laughs> it's so funny. I'm glad I didn't live here in the 80s or I'd probably be dead. Yeah, yeah. But there wasn't a lot of rock and roll in Nashville back then, they say. Yeah, it was more, yeah, but still Johnny Cash, I'm sure he partied. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. You know he did. Yeah, he owned the town. They made a movie about it. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> and the perfect guy played it. Yeah? No, it was a cool movie. I haven't watched that in a while. Yeah, it, it's uh, walking the line. Walking the That's line. That's right. Or walk the, walk, walk, the walk the line. That's it. That's the lyric, I, I, I'm guessing. Heck yeah, man. I'm glad you guys are here. It's been so fun hanging out with you. It sucks that Chris isn't here. Yeah. He's got hey, his own bless him. Yeah. yeah, bless him, man. And uh, I know he's here in spirit and in heart. I know he wants to be here. Yeah, I've seen he hearted everything. And, yeah. and uh, I understand because personal things happen. And uh, we know. We know how it is. But there was a challenge laid out, and I do have this big silver quarter here. Okay. And I did make up Beat the Geek questions. Okay. All right. And I didn't let Iggy look at them when you went to get your drink. Okay. I mean, hey, don't look at those. That's yeah. top secret. So yeah. now it's only down to you guys. I have to be the host. Okay. So <laughs> at risk of breaking up Dawn of the Rising <laughs> the night before the big awards show, <laughs> you guys are going to have to face each other. <laughs> okay. 
right. It's on, Iggy. You all right? All right. Oh, bring we'll it. be friends after. No, just right. kidding. Good. Good. I hope so. You know how it is. You fight your big brother. Right. Yeah. You're having a beer at the end of the night. I got to run to the car real quick and grab a pen. Okay. So I can keep score. Absolutely. Dawn of the Rising. No, just kidding. We want to pay homage to our missing friend upstairs, Kristen Dawn, in the room. I was going to say, as we're watching me say, you know, I can hear it later when I edit. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, so in this beautiful outdoor setting dun, dun, dun. we're going to perform the greatest game show of all time and that is Beat the Geek. Now as we said unfortunately we don't have the geek with us today so like you say pulling for Chris Sinzak he'll be back real quick don't you guys worry but in the meantime we're going to play a little Beat the Geek you guys are going to face each other <laughs> so I said well how, how do we decide who the geek is in this who goes first so I brought I brought with me my big giant silver quarter. Okay. So somebody's gonna have to call it. Iggy, you Tails. call it. You're yeah, call you it. call it. Iggy's calling tails. I'm gonna give it a spin. And it is tails. Yep, that's tails. All right. All right, Iggy. You're the geek. You're the geek. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and that's All a right. good thing on this show. That's right. That's an honor. Yeah. All right, so here we go. Special edition. <laughs> Dawn of the Rising. The cracks in the armor begin right here. <laughs> How much do we really not know? Right. Right. <laughs> so you guys know the rules. I'm going to ask a question. This time we're going to start with Iggy. I'm going to ask him the question before I give him the four choices of the answers. Ray, I'm going to ask you. You guys actually know each other pretty good, so this should be interesting to see if you think you know what the other one knows. Okay. You're going to get a chance to bet against him. Okay. If he gets it right, he gets two points if you bet against him. If you bet against him, he gets it wrong, you get his point. If you don't bet against him, he gets it wrong, no points awarded. Okay. Of course, if he gets it right and you don't bet against him, the point's all his. Okay. So I've got 11 questions, of course, because this is the game show that goes to 11 Right on. It's Beat the Geek. So here we go. Question number one goes to Iggy. In 2004, when the band Warrant reunited without longtime vocalist Janie Lane, they chose the singer from this band to be his replacement. Now, Ray, I'm going to give him four choices. I'm going to list four bands that Warrant picked to replace Janie Lane when they re reunited without him in 2004. Okay. What do you think Iggy knows about Warrant? In 2004. Oh, Iggy, you got I'm going to bet against a, him. Yeah, that's a hell of a game face yeah. right there. <laughs> you're not supposed to give me a tip you're like right, that. Yeah, you, you're supposed to have a poker face a right poker now. poker face, right? Yeah. yeah, you couldn't see that. Poker but face, when poker, I, poker when face. When I asked about his knowledge more and he gave a thumbs down and raised right. like, oh, yeah, I'll bet against him. <laughs> I'll take that. So here we go. Your choices for the band that Warrant took to replace Janie Lane's lead singer. Was it Love Hate? Kingdom Come, Black and Blue, or Shotgun Messiah? Oh, you got me there. I will go with Shotgun Messiah. That is incorrect. Bang, bang. They actually they chose Jamie St. James. 
from Black and Blue, and they recorded the album Born Again, but that was the only one they did with them because it kind of kind of sucked. <laughs> did it? I was disappointed. I love Janie Lane though. Yeah. You know? I, Man, I opened for them uh, back in the day uh, with Janie Lane. Probably one of the last. It was '97 ish, so I don't know how long he was in the band after that, but it, he sang well. Yeah. I, I mean, really good. Yeah. I was impressed, and I actually became a Warrant fan because I really, I didn't hate them, but I didn't like, wasn't a big fan right. yeah, because it was just poppy kind of stuff, really. And uh, when I saw them live, I was a huge fan, yeah, and I still awesome. am. I still am. I seen him live when he had the pink mohawk in the late '90s, but he still sang like a motherfucker out there. Yeah, that's, when. So yeah, that's yeah. when. Yeah, that's when. Right on. All right, Iggy, you were bet against, and you got it wrong. Yep. Better hide your emotions a little better next time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Poker face, remember. Poker face all the time now. So that means Ray got your point, and now the next question goes to you, Ray. Metallica, Megadeth, Slayer, and Anthrax are considered the big four of American thrash metal. But did you know that Germany has their own official big four of thrash metal? Three of the following bands hold that distinction, but one of them does not belong. So, Iggy, I'm going to give them four choices of thrash metal bands. Three of them are Germany's, of Germany's top four. Do you think he knows his German thrash metal, or do you want to bet against him? Let's bet against him. Okay. All right. The stakes are high on Beat the Geek. I like it. So, the German big four of thrash metal. Your choices are Destruction, Tankard, Sodom, and Celtic Frost. Which of the four does not belong? Celtic Frost. That is correct. Dun, dun, dun. Celtic Frost is a Swiss band. Yes. Do you know who the fourth of the big four of German thrash is? I do not. It's Creator. Oh, uh, man, that's a good yeah. one, too. But you got it right. And you were bet against. Oh, man. Yeah. Ray, you're not even working hard, but you're already up. Yeah. Three to nothing. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's early in this one. We haven't even got to the kiss round yet. Right, right. <laughs> I'm curious to see how you guys feel about the kiss round. <laughs> I love it, but I'm scared, too, because uh, I was huge on two albums. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll keep going here. We're only at question number three. It goes back to you, Iggy. And it is this. Leather Charm was the name of a short-lived band that broke up in 1981. Only a few months later, the lead singer and bass player would meet a new drummer and form this well-known metal band. So out of the ashes of Leather Charm is born this band. Ray, do you think he knows it, or do you want to bet against him? You got a 3 nothing lead. I'll bet against him. Leather Charm, Iggy. Sound familiar? How you doing, beautiful? No? Okay. <laughs> well, these are your choices. Metallica, Queensryche, Man of War, or Tesla? I think it was Man of War. That is incorrect. <laughs> Actually, the guys in Leather Charm was James Hetfield and Ron McGovney. Oh, yeah. They meet up with Lars You're in right. 81. And he's a Metallica. He's huge right, in Metallica. Yeah. Well, that's something now you know. Yeah, that's some back history right there that I didn't know. Yeah. The song Hit the Lights was originally a Leather Charm song. Because Lynch and Can't Hammett are his two favorites. Yeah. yeah. Lynch and Hammett are some of my favorites. That's yeah. 100%. And well, my son Justin is <laughs> Slash and Hammett. 
Well, Ray's kicking it. You were bet against, and you got it wrong. Look at this. Yeah. Ray's running away with it. Five to nothing. <laughs> wow. Sorry. <laughs> All right, Ray. The question comes back to you now from number four. In 1991, Alice Cooper released his 12th full-length studio album, Hey Stupid. This album featured a bunch of guest stars, including Nikki Six, Joe Satriani, Slash, Steve Vai, and all of the following, except... So Iggy, I'm going to give him four choices. Three of the four were on the album, Hey Stupid. One of them was not. Okay. Ray's got to figure out which one it wasn't. And I got to know, you're way behind, man. Yeah. <laughs> got to catch up. You probably want to bet against him. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Oh, yeah. All right, Ray. Which of the following was not on Hey Stupid? Ozzy Osbourne, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, Mick Mars, or D. Snyder? D. Snyder. That is correct. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm getting trashed. <laughs> so you got it right, and you were bet against. Wow. This might be the biggest upset in Test Rookie history. Except but for hey. the one day he did. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. The, the second best. Right. Even Chris Sinzak, I made that sucker. I made those questions impossible for him, and he still got a handful of them right. I know. I know. That's why I was like, can I get beat by the geek? Yeah. Please. Yeah. So I'm lucky Amazing. he's not here. Thank yeah. you, Iggy. Oh, yeah. I feel like. Anybody, or it'd be the other way around. Right. right. Anybody that's ever beat ever faced Chris Sinzak on Beat the Geek and won, I feel like really got lucky. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Some it's luck sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I beat oh, him yeah. once, I can't believe it. I put yeah. it on my resume. There you go. <laughs> yeah, you gotta say highlight that episode. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so Iggy, oof, we got some work to do here, yeah. my man. But you got a chance to score some points here. This question goes to you. Glenn Hughes is one of the greatest singers and bass players of our time. As well as releasing many studio albums over the years, he's also been a member of Deep Purple, Black Sabbath, California Breed, Black Country Communion, and the Dead Daisies. Before joining Deep Purple in 1973, Hughes released three albums with this band. So, the first band that ever puts Glenn Hughes on the map before he gets picked up by Deep Purple. They released three albums, so they had a little something going for him. Ray, do you think he knows his Glenn Hughes? He got a hell of a lead. Maybe. Glenn Hughes is huge, great singer, killer bass. He's probably the best bass player and the best singer. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> he can hold both titles. He makes you want to drop the mic and quit. Right. You know yeah, what I yeah. mean? Yeah, he's amazing. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't want to bet against him out of mercy. Oh, <laughs> is it mercy or is it pity, Iggy? I think both. A little bit of both. <laughs> so the band that originally put put Glenn Hughes on the map was it Trapeze, Uriah Heap, Fog Hat, or Wishbone Ash? Uriah Heap. That's my answer, I guess. That is incorrect. Uh, oh. The band is Trapeze. 
They released three albums. I think starting like nineteen. I didn't know that one. Yeah, it's some cool stuff. I didn't yeah, know that. It's one. pretty good, especially. It's for cool its time. how you come up with these, man. Yeah. You All have right, to do your homework. I don't know how you hold yeah. a real job and do that. I don't know either. <laughs> <laughs> Even myself. And, and coming learning. up with the game show for us, that's yeah. awesome, bro, for yeah. you to take that time. Oh, thank and you, and honestly, I'm learning fun. things right now that I didn't know. So Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. That, that's, you're on, if you're ever on anybody else's rock and roll game show, you can tell them, hey, your show sucks compared to Beat the Geek. And oh, yeah. I already know all the this answers. This is the only game show this, I like, this, period. Uh, <laughs> this ain't my first rodeo. Right. All right, Iggy. You were, oh, no, you weren't bet against, but you did get it wrong, so no points awarded. Right. Score remains 7 nothing. Oh, man. Oh, shit. I'm taking a beating. Okay. <laughs> I hope you know a little something about Kiss, because, I mean, if you're going to turn it around, you better do it soon. We're not quite there yet. we got a couple <laughs> more questions. But the Kiss round, you get more. Yeah, double the points in the Kiss round. So you could come back and knock me off the chair. And kiss my ass. <laughs> yeah, literally. Literally. <laughs> All right, so the next question, number six, goes back to Ray. Pretty simple. Which of the following legendary lead guitarists is the most elderly? I'm going to give him a choice of four well-known lead guitarists that we all know and love. He's going to tell me which one's the oldest, if he dares. I know you're going to bet against him. I'm not even going to ask. That's there already. do or die. It's do or die on Beat the Geek. Ray, your choice is which of these is the oldest? Is it George Lynch, Tracy Guns, Warren Demartini, or Jakey Lee? Jakey Lee. That is incorrect. Youngest is Tracy Guns, Mm -hmm. 57, then Warren Demartini from Rat at 60. Jakey Lee, 66. And George is 69. George Lynch is 69. Yeah, see, you knew that one. See, it was your boy brought you some points. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Awesome. So, so shout out to George Lynch for yeah, Iggy. Oh, yeah. All right, Iggy, you're on the board, man. I right got on. a point. You got a point. <laughs> so this, at least it's not a blowout. We know that. But Right on. You don't leave with a goose egg. It's magic. It's Actually, magic George turned 69 uh, a couple weeks back. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I sent him a... Damn, uh, I'm slacking on my... Send him a birthday card? Yeah, no, yeah. I sent him a, a Facebook <laughs> happy birthday. Uh, nice. Yeah, I had the pleasure and the honor of meeting him uh, last year. Yeah? And we at spent the about, show at the 44, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Nice. And I spent about probably an hour just talking with him and having a few beers. Hell yeah. That's a great, awesome. Great person. I, I mean, uh, I was surprised. Nice. He kind of delayed the show a little bit because he just kept on talking with me and having beers. <laughs> that yeah. was a really bucket list That's the experience. one with uh, Andrew yeah, Freeman, sure. man. I was, like, stoked. Nice. That guy sang well. All right. Well, the score is 7-1. to one. Okay. Iggy's just beginning his giant comeback. Okay. It's going to be magical. Yeah. <laughs> Biggest next, comeback on Geek. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you got the potential to do it here. Next question goes to Ray. Which of the following bands... Hell yeah. Picture of Iggy hanging out with George. Sweet. Very cool. At the 44 in Glendale, Arizona. Yep. Just hanging out. Yep. So cool. Sports grill and nightlife. Yeah. Don't bother. Don't let nobody bother us except for the waitress. I'm hanging out with my pal Iggy. Yeah. Right. All right, here we go. Question number seven. This one's pretty simple, too. And this one's going to Ray. The big lead. Which of the following bands was formed before the rest? We're looking for the band that's been around the longest. One of these has been around longer than the rest. Iggy, you're betting against them, no doubt about it. Oh, yeah. So your choices are these. Guns N' Roses, White Zombie, 
extreme or the cult? They've been around the last? The longest. The longest? Been around. Which one was formed before the others? What's the lineup again? Guns N' Roses, White Zombie, Extreme, or The Cult? The Cult. That is correct. GNR, White Zombie, Extreme, all formed in 1985. The Cult formed in 1983. Oh, man. <laughs> that, that's, a, that's a draw right there. <laughs> you got it right, and you were bet against. Nine to one. Nine to one, eight. Yeah. Oh, what the hell. Let's play the rest of the game. Oh, for sure. Why not? Because yeah. we're in the kiss round. Dun, dun, dun. Double the points. All right. Question number eight goes to Iggy. The rapper Tone Loke sampled this kiss song on his 1989 hit Funky Cole Medina. He sampled a Kiss song for that one. It was a huge hit for him back in the, well, 1989. Ray, man, you got a huge lead. Do you pity him? Yep. You give him a chance. <laughs> I'm not going to. I won't bet against him. All right. The next. You're not being bet against. I'm just going to assume from here on out, yeah. you're, you're not, yeah. but you are. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally. The, Funky Cole Medina. You familiar with that yeah, one? Yeah, I remember right. that song. So, which song was it? Was it Detroit Rock City, Christine 16, Love Gun or Shout It Out Loud? Uh, Detroit, uh, Detroit, uh, Sin City. It was a uh, Rock City. Rock City. Yeah, yeah. It's incorrect. Oh shit! <laughs> right, you know it. What's the question again? What Kiss song was sampled by Tone Loke for Funky Cole Medina? A Funky Cole Medina. And and which were the songs? Oh, we know it wasn't Detroit Rock City. So yeah. we got Christine 16, Love Gun, and Shout It Out Loud. Love Gun. Incorrect. It was oh. Christine 16. Oh, okay. Dun, 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 dun. I don't think yeah. I heard it. I heard it, son. I was... I, I've I heard try, Tone Loke. I my mind, but... But, uh... Dun, 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 dun. The main one. Well, snap. <laughs> you got it wrong, and you were better yeah. against. Iggy got a point. We're bringing it back. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Slowly. Right on, slowly Iggy. Slowly crawling back up. Bring it back. <laughs> bring it back. Wait a minute. It's double the points. Yeah, Iggy, so two it's, points. Yeah, oh, it's a kiss man. round. Oh, oh yeah. snap. Shit, I'm kissing ass now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, kiss round question for you, Ray. For the 1977 album Love Gun, Gene Simmons brought in demo versions of the songs Christine 16 and Got Love for Sale. On the demo versions of these songs that would end up being performed by Kiss for the album, this well-known rocker provided lead guitar. Who played lead guitar on the demos for Christine 16 and Got Love for Sale? Everybody knows them. Everybody loves them. Iggy, you're betting against them. Yep. <laughs> Just something. Ray, your choices. Who was in the studio with Gene putting together these songs for Love Gun? Was it Joe Perry, Angus Young, Eddie Van Halen, or Michael Shanker? Michael Shanker. Is incorrect. Okay. Eddie Van Halen. Oh, really? And, and Alex Van Halen, too. Really? Those demos are out there. With those guys playing on those songs. Damn, I got to look that up. I think it was on the vault. Damn. Iggy. Yeah, coming yeah. back. Double, double. Boom, look at that. I Two points for you. Oh, shit. Yeah. Four <laughs> points behind. Yeah. Now I don't feel so bad. <laughs> we still got two questions to go. Is it mathematically possible 
I don't have the time to figure out, so let's just see. <laughs> so we're back to normal points now. That was the kiss round. That was very profitable for you, Iggy. Oh, yes, that worked out really good. So the next question goes back to you. Dun, dun, dun. This well-known rock band took their name from the legend of a prostitute that was known to mutilate her clients with an axe. A legend. Wow. <laughs> I'm going to give you four choices of bands you're not being bet against. Ray don't want you to get those points. <laughs> Your choices are Greta Van Fleet, Alice Cooper, Molly Hatchet, or Brittany Fox. Molly Hatchet. That is correct. It's kind of a gimme, right? Yeah. You know? <laughs> the name Hatchet. That's right. Cool. I never knew that. Yeah. Look at that. You were bet against. Oh, no, you weren't bet against. No. Nope. But you got it right, so you got a point. Yeah. yeah. So now we're six to nine, and we've got one question left to go. The Royal Rumble has begun. <laughs> <laughs> and the last one goes back to Ray. Okay. In 2006, Dimebag Daryl, Vinnie Paul, and Rex Brown teamed up with this legendary country music icon to release the album Rebel Meets Rebel. Got to get them points. Here we go. You, I think you might be able to tie it. Pantera, you're teaming up with a country singer. Was it Johnny Cash, Kenny Rogers, Waylon Jennings, or David Allen Coe? David Allen Coe. That is correct. You were bad again. I loved that. That wow. was an awesome. That was pretty cool. Yeah. It was different. I liked it. Yeah, yeah. I did too. Some, most of it I liked. I love no, Southern no, Rock, man, honestly. Right. Yeah, me too. I love it, yeah. you know. Every Molly Hatchet, um, all of them. You know what I mean? I just been getting into a lot of that recently. Like you say, Molly Hatchet. I never really other Black than Oak like, Arkansas is Black. coming to the 44 where I work. Nice. Yeah, they're coming Old soon. Jim Dandy. Yeah. To the rescue. Yeah. Man, you could have used Jim Dandy to the rescue for this game, Iggy. Yeah. It was a tough one. Final score on this one is 11 to six. But hey, hey you brought it back pretty good. Got off to a slow start, yeah. but he brought it back. But Ray. Man, it was, it was all on your side for this one. Thank you, Chris, for not showing up. <laughs> I thought I was going to lose this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and thank you, Iggy. <laughs> all right. Awesome, man. That was, that was fun. fun, though. Yeah, that was. And definitely learned something. Yeah, yeah. I learned a lot, actually. I, I learned more by putting together those questions than just about anything. Yeah, you should, you, pretty soon you're going to be giving Chris competition. Oh, yeah. I mean, just doing that research. Yeah. Already beat him once. Yeah, he probably has to be at home studying all the time now going, God damn it, Camaro's going to catch up. Someday, <laughs> someday I'm going to get that rematch. <laughs> sure. Every day he I'm wakes looking up. forward for that. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. It reminds me of those uh, back in the days, those uh, Sugar Ray Learner uh, fights. The oh, super yeah. fights. Yeah. Super fight yeah. one, no, super fight two, then the third one. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. Best of three. Yeah. Well, there sure. you go. That's pretty cool. That was a lot of fun. I'm, glad <laughs> yeah. you, I'm so glad you guys are in town. I got to come yeah. hang out with you. For oh, yeah, awesome. man. Thank awesome you, man. to finally meet you guys in person, a, face bro. to face. It's awesome. Yep. So do you have, other than you got one song to finish up, is there any kind of deadline? Or is it just, hey, when Decibel Geek tells Well, you, Iggy's it's ready, got it's his ready. foot up my ass right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. So as soon as I get back, I'm going to go back into the studio, open it up, you know, my program. And then uh, make sure everything's perfect, uh, track-wise. Yeah. And then I'm gonna send it straight to Brandon and have it mastered. It'll come back. Yeah. You know, within however long he has. You know, because he's going through things, so it's up to him. As soon as we get it back, I can get it to him digitally, 
and then uh, we're we gonna get start. a game plan. So I would say what? I'll, I'll meet there, say probably by the end of the year or, or early 2024. Maybe January, February? Yeah. Okay, all right. I mean, we're already. Might as well slap 24 on it. So yeah. it'll be good for a year. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but we got to fire up our ass because we already know it's taking too long for yeah. this record. Yeah. We know that. I had a lot I of mean, personal it, problems in my life and that sure. held it up. But now uh, I'm trying to dust that off, get this shit out and done. But we already have two songs going towards the third album. Yeah. Oh, really? And, yeah. And uh, we're not putting them on this one, obviously, yeah. because this is you overdue. Put all the so the deadline's the on this here. one. Now we're still writing, and we have one totally finished and done, ready for the next one, and one potentially my son, Justin Kuhn, already wrote out. Oh, real quick, shout out to Justin Kuhn, Chris yeah. Keener, and uh, uh, Ricky Page. We love you guys. We miss you. We miss you. You're here in heart. Yeah, you're being. And we'll try to rep. You're being well represented here in Nashville. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so we have those two for the next third album. Uh, and uh, we know that one's got to come rapidly. Like you said, if you want to keep relevant, you have to keep putting out yeah, material right. these days because that's the way it works. And, and another thing that, uh, I mean, I'm happy, but we've been busy, like having shows maybe two or three times a month. Yeah. And that also takes time, so, takes time off the studio from finishing the album. I mean, it, it, it's, we, we, we've been trying to balance everything in order to get the album out, but also keeping up with our schedule and our bookings and all that. So it's been a fun ride this year. Right yeah. on, man. I'm glad to hear you guys are active and you got new music coming our way soon. And I know a lot of the listeners that have been turned on to your band, just like Chris and I have been turned on to them and then, you know, turn it to everybody else. And so many people love you guys. It's pretty cool. You Thank know, you, and it's, it's awesome. Really like I appreciate said, that. so many, so many times. And I know you guys got a long history in rock and roll and metal and bands and playing music and everything, but Dawn of the Rising something special. You know, you guys come together and made something really, really good. And, you know, whenever I hear people talking about, like, well, what kind of bands are there nowadays? You know, I just listen to the old shit. Like, oh, man, there are bands out there. And I oh, always yes. drop you guys as an example, especially for somebody who loves heavier music. You know, and I say, there's a new band out there right now in Arizona called Dawn of the Rising. Check them out. It's on YouTube, you know. Follow them. And... I always hear back, and they go, yeah, I did listen to that band, and they're pretty damn good. I said, I told you, you know, there yeah. are new bands out there yeah. that are Thank you, man. doing it right now. That, you know? and, 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 and we're seeing it in the numbers all of a sudden. I mean, our Facebook following has increased, our, even our YouTube channel, yeah. and our hits on uh, Spotify. Uh, yeah, and if you don't mind, we're going to put you in the credits on this as, you know, a thank you. You know, to you guys for right what on. you've done I for us, along that. with and the radio got stations you guys we on mentioned our, earlier. On our website, also as part of our partners, we got an area with our partners like Ding Guitars, uh, the Air Strings, uh, oh, nice. right you on. guys uh, are also there. So check our website. The Forty Four. The Forty Four is also club, there because she's been good to us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's she's. And, uh, the, the we're going to be doing uh, Trickster and in March. Yeah, yeah. At the you guys 44. are opening for Trickster. Yes. <laughs> I know, but hey. No, it's cool. It's yeah. cool. I ain't saying nothing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's another opportunity, another door that right, opens. Exactly. Yeah. 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 We just did that saliva. That was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. we did Justice yeah. Scott saliva uh, about a month ago, actually. It was I bet you that audience received you guys pretty good, oh, huh? Yeah, really... he was actually a really good dude. Yeah. Uh, again, I wasn't a huge fan. Right. I liked it, but yeah. I, I wasn't like, oh, great, you know. But when I met him and, and listening to him live again and the, how deep that guy is writing-wise, it's yeah. not beer and chicks and, right. you know what yeah. I'm saying? Um, 
he's really deep, and now I am a fan. Because and, and, he, and funny story, I mean, and we, meeting him, he's a great after, dude. Right after the show, we were hanging out, and we just had laughs and laughs coming over. Oh, we had a great time with uh, Joseph Scott. Nice, that's cool. I'm glad to hear that. Trickster, yeah. though, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. How's the we audi- may be. How's uh, the audience going to take you there? You know, you're gonna, you guys are ready. To go. You're the black and the little, some spikes. We're going to leave Merchants of Chaos. You're going to jump out there. And we're going to be a bunch of ladies clutching their purses. <laughs> <laughs> Hold it tight when he walks by. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, we have a tentative with uh, Firewind. Yeah. Which is more modern in our style. Right like, on. Uh, but that's not confirmed, so we're, okay. we can't yeah. really spit that game yet. All right. But there's there's a there's a few uh, uh, things in in the cookworks right on. right now, and uh, and it's good. That's just the next one on the books as far as that. But we are playing a Halloween party at my my son Justin Kuhn that's in the band. Yeah. Um, his uncle Mario uh, Paul Amares is throwing a Halloween party. He's been doing that for uh, years, and he's been next on our weekend ass, like, on, two and a half on years. the twenty eighth. I want you guys yeah, to play. No little- little uh, Halloween party. Yeah, this it's a private show. Of, it's a yeah. private yeah. show. Nice. Yeah, yeah, awesome. but it's at his house, really nice house in uh, Chandler, Arizona. You know, it's it's a nice suburb of, of that area. And then and we got it's going to be pulled one. brisket or pulled pork brisket. Uh, so we're stoked. Nice. Yeah. Nice. You yeah. guys dressing up as Dawn of the Rising? Uh, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Right Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then after that one, I, uh, what, what's the other show that we got booked uh, uh, after the uh, Mario's? Oh, we got the Christmas thing in Brian Mo. Oh yes, we got the Toys for Tots uh, run. Yeah, which is a thing where they give. They, toys to children they, right they, and yeah, Brian yeah, Mogul us. set all that up too like I yeah. said he's a great guy man That's this like, dude's heart this is as big our, as this tree right here behind this us this will be our third year doing the Toys for Tots uh, Toys for Tots run that's cool yeah, yeah John Karabi and Anthony Corder just did one of those kind of things here where they you know because Christmas coming yeah. up right around right. the corner you know every year it comes yeah so faster. they collect all those toys uh, as yeah, yeah Brian Mogul and Ankh Alien that's his band name they're the ones putting so putting they, that on they, for the they, toys for talk. Instead of charging entrance or anything like that on you that event, you bring a toy, you bring a toy and yeah. then you sit and uh, watch the bands and all that. And then after the show is done, they take those toys to the Phoenix Children's Hospital. Yeah. Oh, and nice. then they distribute those. Right on. That's so awesome. it's a good cause. And yeah. we're always open on, on, you know, helping and giving back that way. That's cool. Yeah, we, we're, we're down to... Uh, do any kind of support for right. anything that's we, a great cancer, you know, etc. Military. Had, my uh, brother died of back. cancer. My mom died of emphysema. I mean, so we try to support anyone. A- any of those real, you know, that uh, that needs causes. help or or we'll we'll donate our time. It's our way to give back. You know, that's cool, man. Same for the uh, military. I mean, we yeah, we respect been, the military. Obviously, we've been uh, with the MBR and military broadcast radio, and we. They've been supporting us. We support them back. Uh, yeah, and Jen and uh, uh, Midnight. Oh, midnight uh, with Moon. Midnight, midnight Moon or Midnight with Moon. Yeah, Jen, it's been great with us. Uh, Max, big, also big from the... Uh, big shout out to anybody that's serving in the military overseas that's listening to this because I know that we, when we look at our numbers on Decibel Geek and it says, oh, you... You're kind of big here and you're kind of big there, you know, and it's like that's got to be armed service people stationed around the world listening to us. So if that's you, we appreciate you very much. Stay safe. Yeah, on on your podcast side and our music side, 
we support our troops 100%. And I know you guys got people following you from all over the planet, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, we we respect uh, Ralph Mueller for and all the radio networks he has with him that support us around the world, Germany, Australia, Colorado, um, the UK, and, and uh, Win in Darkness uh, radio in the UK. Uh, big shout outs to them and thank yous, you know, because they, they're the ones like you that help support our engine to get across the world, you know, and, and, uh, we try. Oh yeah, there we are on the website. So what is the website? How do people find it? You can go to www.donnerthorising.com or donnerthorisingmusic.com. Simple. Yeah. Yeah. Keep up with the updates if you're in the Arizona area. Mm -hmm. These guys are obviously all playing around. Yeah. So you can catch them. Keep Go to the website. You guys are on Facebook, I'm sure. Absolutely. You know, yeah. give, give so that's our main hub. Yeah. He does Instagram, too. Yeah. But you can find us on Facebook. I know it's old school, but that's how we roll. That's how we do it, too. Right. And we got the Facebook page. We got our official website, uh, digital platforms. Even though on, on their YouTube, you can find us on the Dawn of the Rising. Yeah, the channel got its own name. Right. Finally, after yeah. the we had to meeting, fight because they yeah. tried to take it from us. Really? Yeah, and say you can't use this anymore, and we had to go through the red tape and get it back because uh, I had a problem issue with my card for paying. Yeah. And it, it wasn't working for some reason, so the the bill went by, and then they wouldn't give us back our name. Oh shit! When I fixed the card issue. I was like, yo, I need to pay this immediately. I said, it's already overdue, and it, it, for some reason, it wasn't going through. It at was a point, prepaid card, so there was yeah, an issue. Yeah, at that point, yeah. that type of, because uh, it's one of those uh, hosting companies that they kind of provide you like an EPK, whatever. Right. But it's a, it's a pain. It's a hassle. So I, I took, kind of took over. Yeah. And uh, the people that know me, I mean, I've been doing IT for 27 years. Yeah. So I went like, you it know what? It needed the Iggy's services. Yeah. <laughs> so I went in and just grabbed everything. I went in and fucked it up and he had the, to fix it. <laughs> I, I officially bought the domain, bought the hosting, and got the page up and running in a day. <laughs> nice. Yeah. No, and it's... And I keep, I am the one also keeping the updates on the page, uploading new material, uh, pictures, Banners for Our new shows. record, uh, Win, Lose, or Draw, will be on there. Plus, you know, uh, all the outlets, you know, Spotify, etc., yeah. iTunes. All these or, platforms. Or what yeah. is it now? Uh, Apple Music. It's yeah, not Apple iTunes Music. No all, longer, all, basically, right? all these yeah. platforms. I mean, yeah. yeah, normally you get the bigger... Uh, we also have our Pandora station if you right. want to listen to us. Yeah. And every band that's like us, because they pretty much play everything that we're influenced by automatically and that's cool because i'll listen to our own pandora because i hear all the songs i love right, from right, the bands yeah, that i grew yeah, up yeah, on and yeah, it's kind of cool adding, to hear that you, you know keep on adding artists on that yeah. at that station and uh all of a sudden i mean you get dawn of the rising you get probably metallica, you, get, yeah. you get metallica you get the uh, lynch mob doc and uh all the good stuff right yeah and, and all of a sudden you're kind of a cool feeling you know yeah. like yeah oh artificial artificial intelligence is smart enough to know that we belong it does, with these it, yeah, yeah, yeah it, it kind of it's it, cool yeah, like, yeah it, i'm like whoa the algorithm how it works on the back end well i don't know that part but i know that it kind of captures similar uh genre or similar artists and yeah. it, it starts piling up and all of a sudden well, you the know station how. the station all of a sudden like i said you get all the good stuff playing plus our songs nice. <laughs> my theory of that is 
there's a wave, right? And yeah. a fingerprint to every song, and that's how you're you're uh, noted for. Up. Yeah, that's how they account for you know BMI, and uh, yeah, ASCAP. And ASCAP, that's how they keep track of your records as far as your your royalties, right. and and uh, they track your 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 wave, and and your frequencies. And, also, I mean, and I think that's maybe how they do it because it's similar ones. Yeah. Because the type of music, and also keep in mind that they, on the back end, there's the the, the, the what they call the tagging yeah. on the songs. Plus your yeah. your uh, ISRC numbers are there, so that's how they that ISRC numbers have a unique code for your song. So if it gets yeah. played, that's how it gets recognized on the billboard, yeah. you know. Right. Okay. And so, oh, that was too much shit going on the yeah, back end that people don't know. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. That, and we have to be sitting down and and, and learn about that before releasing. Right. Any, if you want to go on that level and really fuck with it, you know? yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I mean, anybody can record and release, but how you keep track of that? Yeah. yeah. That's okay. We gotta learn what, how, how does do this work, right and also to protect our music. Yeah. Yeah. That's the anybody, number one thing. You don't want anybody just go ahead and all oh, just snatch the song and copyright it themselves. No, fuck no. That's right. our shit. Yeah. Hey, that's war pigs, you fuckers. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, we've been and learning. we can't afford to be sued, so we right. write our own. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, it's an interesting world behind all that. I mean, it's not just recording and, and okay. releasing it. Yeah, you yeah. got to protect your your your, your material. Well, too, first, yeah. that's first and foremost. And once we get this last song, that's all we got to do before we release something. And uh, like we were speaking earlier, you know, single at a time, like. Right because that's how they do it these days and then um, the kids otherwise they'll swipe your whole record and it's over you drop yeah. it now and it's done I mean, it's we, one and we done next week that record's old like right. but if you do one song at a time and then release yeah, the album yeah. as right. full at the end save yeah. a couple of songs for the last yeah. final right. thing yeah. so yeah. right now what we've been doing in the last uh, couple of years because uh, we've been working on this new album for a while it's releasing by kind of droplets so we didn't release the music digitally, but the videos are out there. For example, uh, One Step and uh, Soldiers, yeah. which are our latest videos, right. are from this album. But they're already yeah. out. Right, yeah. So we're and getting a little idea. bit of, uh, you know, feeding the audience yeah. with, what, with what's, what's coming. Sure. Breadcrumbs. Leaving them on <laughs> a little more. Oh, yeah. yeah. Breadcrumbs. And we've been getting a lot of really good response from Soldiers. Yeah. Um, yeah. I bet. I bet hey, you are. I've even had other bands. Hey, can we play that? And I'm like, not yet. Yeah. <laughs> Wait till we're legit. Yeah. Then you can start. Yeah. <laughs> right. But here's a new song we so, wrote. Yeah. Hey, wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, right now, the only tribute band playing Dawn of the Rising is Dawn of the Rising. <laughs> That's the way yeah. 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 For now. We're, yeah. We're <laughs> right. the Dawn of the Rising tribute band. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> For now. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Right on, guys. Well, good luck at the awards show. Thank, Thank you. I hope you win it. Appreciate and it. And I'll come back with an update and let everybody know. That will be awesome. Brother. That you guys won. And, and yeah. you know, I feel honestly, uh, I'm weird. I feel like just being nominated and our name being there yeah. is a win for me. because oh, absolutely. Uh, uh, like I said, you can't take a trophy with you, but you can take the recognition for the art yeah. that we created. Yeah that's in your heart with you so we already won because i already right. got the only thing i can take with me when i go uh and, but and now yeah we can get a monetary trophy and put it on our shelf yeah. which would be cool too and and exciting while we're alive but uh 
I feel like we already won. And being here, meeting you, experiencing this beautiful city in Nashville, Tennessee. And uh, uh, I feel like we created a new friend in Nashville. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? I, I like it here. I was even telling these guys, fuck, I wouldn't mind living here. Yeah, honestly. No, it's, it's a cool place to live. I like Nashville. So I guess the best we can do is hope like hell that Jethro Tull doesn't show up oh, in the yes. show. <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think you guys got it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Unless he's giving us our award, you know. <laughs> but definitely, I mean, I, and I'm, I stick with Ray in that. I mean, when we got that letter, it was exciting. It was shocking because we were not expecting it. And honestly, I mean, just being nominated, we feel honored. It's a privilege. And if we win the award, that will be like an extra thing. Right. For me already. The cherry on the cake. Right. right. If we don't get the physical award, I mean, just being here and representing all the people that have been supporting us through the years, that's that's for me the, 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 the top. You yeah. know, that it's an honor. And honestly, I mean, we're humble about this, but oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it'll be exciting. It know. is something. It's the first, honestly, uh, my first red carpet ever. Yeah. You know, I've Same been on labels. Yeah. I've been on tours and I've been in a shitload of bands. And this is the first time I ever walk any type of a red carpet. It's not the Grammys, but I'll take it. Man. But it's equal. I mean, even though, because yeah, kinda. The, the Grammys are commercial signed bands and all and, that bullshit. And, but yeah. this is the recognition. And for we it. actually have a potential for that because uh, they said maybe next year to us, the yeah. Grammys. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. They said maybe it's next a, it's, year. It's a so maybe this next record, who knows? If we push it enough and we have the right... Uh, combination of things, you know how it has to be right. work, but fall but maybe maybe. Man, that would be something. Holy yeah, shit. yeah. yeah the, the, the Grammys is another different animal. I mean, yeah, in oh regard, yeah. in regards, it's a tough one. Yeah. In regards of you gotta uh, be big, but we're gonna try. But even though I mean, it's like you gotta go through this process of getting the recommendations from people active on the yeah. music industry, right. yeah. so that way, yeah, you're in. That's the first door, the first layer. But from there, there's all the things on the back end in order to be actually just being nominated on any category, rock or new artist, whatever categories they got on the Grammys. But at least we got to the first door. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, this year didn't go through. Okay, we got to resubmit again next year. And hopefully get to the second door and so on that's awesome that you guys are trying you know oh, yeah. most bands but, probably don't even i mean for, for the jossies i mean trying, it, yeah. it's a big competition if out you there. don't know yeah if we you don't know we got nominated but there that's, were 59,000 something submissions wow. to the jossie music awards yeah. and they just handpicked a two percent which are the whole nominees yeah on all the categories that they got there i mean it's a pretty organized event i'm surprised i mean it's ninth year that they've been doing this in nashville and every year the the event is going bigger. Yeah. I mean, if you've seen the the nominees under the Justin Music Awards uh, for these years, it's bluegrass, vocals, uh, blues, banjo, uh, uh, cover band. So they cover uh, everything. It's like the Grammys. All the categories, all the nominees under each category is huge. That's awesome. I'd hate to run that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're under our... But you can do it with all the work you do. Under oh, our category... There's one want to. Right. Under the, our category, which is the best rock band of the year, there's 11 nominees right there, oh, wow. including us. Yeah. So, 
It's a big, it's a big well, Hopefully you guys are the only ones that show up and they go, we got to have somebody get on that stage. <laughs> right. Like, who's here? Dawn of the Rising. They win. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, default. Yeah. But the, boat, the boating it. process, yeah. the boating process, based on what I read, it's, uh, it's a very journal uh, and concealed process. Yeah. Only they know who they're going to be selecting and who's going to be winning. Already, you know, they got on the list as a winner. Yeah. So nobody knows. It's going to be interesting, you know. Yeah. And just the excitement of being there. I think that'll be the open. entertainment for us, just to see how it works. Right. You know. And you guys really make a splash. If you don't win, just fucking rip the chairs <laughs> off. Throw it. Make the news. <laughs> like Guns and, and Roses, they yeah. they started it like bad publicity's good publicity. Right. Go in there and fuck shit up, and then like, you'll and, get and, recognition. And, and personally, for like, me, I mean, it's 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 something also very meaningful because I'm the first person from Puerto Rico from the rock scene. Yeah. Being nominated and then being on the Grand uh, Ole Opry. So that's an achievement on luck right there. Yeah, Ding, congratulations. You can hear the Xbox uh, yeah. bell. Ding. And he has yeah. a lot of fans in Puerto Rico that are pulling for him that nice. support him a lot. And uh, radio stations, too. That What's that guy in Texas? But he, he uh, promotes out of... Uh, uh, yeah. Um, oh, oh, my God. They, they promote uh, Puerto Rico and, and all the artists. Yeah, there's there's a lot of uh, love and support from the, from the people there. I mean, that's amazing. Played there for many years and then yeah. been here for you were in uh, forgotten yeah that was my band back then yeah. and also played with uh, a couple other bands but that was my main uh, yeah yeah his project. brand he owned that one yeah so, yeah still there late in fact uh endless cries around and still spotify and uh pandora and all the medias yeah still endless cries yeah. actually he brought from puerto oh, rico yeah. nice. um Love i rewrote the lyrics That's and it. melodies yeah, um, but the, the some, music was, but he brought. We did some, you know, modifications. We gave it a little bit of a facelift. Yeah, modernized it a little to bit. To a Dawn more, of the Rising, uh, it you know, right. make it. Right. Yeah. Dawn, Dawn, of, Dawn of the Risingify. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. Yeah, that's a little bit of the backstory here uh, uh, on what the, the reason why we're here and uh, and looking forward. I mean, we still got a lot of shit to see today, so. <laughs> Yeah, now we're tourists. Now you're tourists. Right. Tomorrow, awards, nominees. Yeah. Today, tourists. Today, you're tourists. Tomorrow, you're guests. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and it's cool, you know. I, I I really love this place, man. I'm taking it in. Uh, I love the nature of it, too. Like, man, all these trees, it's beautiful. I don't know how you'd feel in a couple of months from now <laughs> when, when the roads are all covered with ice and shit. Oh, shit. Well, I'm <laughs> from upstate New York. Yeah, so you know. Yeah, it's cold. And it, i already it, seen a little bit. I like bit. to We're shovel there. snow and chop wood. It yeah. makes a man out of yeah. you. I've seen already a little bit when I moved here in Arizona. I went to uh, Flagstaff, for example. I saw the Grand Canyon also. And I was like, okay, I love the snow. I can play with it a little bit, but that's it. It's all fun and games until you start shoveling. Fuck yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, if it's 70 degrees, Iggy's shivering. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it literally. Yeah. And and now I am too because our blood is so thin from being in Arizona. Like when it gets 40, I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. So I'd be a pussy if I went back to New York. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. They'd be like, why yeah. are you wearing that jacket? You know Everyone what I mean? else running around in shorts. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's how it was the first weekend I came here from Wisconsin. I'm running around with shorts and everybody else got jackets and shit on. You're like, what's what your you problem? We just came out of a snowstorm, you know. Yeah. Now here we are. It's beautiful. That ain't a knife, you know. Yeah, right? <laughs> Man. But it's nice cool. to see some green. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're from the desert. Right, yeah. yeah. Which is cactus and, and sand. 
stir cactus and, and the goddamn Rocks. caliche. Oh my we God, have a lot of mountains fun. in Arizona. Yeah. Like mountain mountains. You, here you have mountains, but you can't see them. There's trees. Right. But you can see rocks. Like yeah, <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, uh, it's totally different. It's so dry. Yeah, yeah, yeah and it's dry like a moment. But it's hot, believe me. Right on. You need oven mitts to drive your car. <laughs> well, I, mean, I like that sometimes uh, here. Uh, oh, right, I know. Right now, I mean, the weather is there in Arizona so crazy that you wake up. In my case, I start early shift, so I got to drive around 5:30 or back to my to my work. Right, and uh, in the mornings now it's like 60s lows, and then by noon it's already 100. You go like, how the fuck do you increase 40 degrees like that so quickly? Yeah. Boom, and then it drops down again at night. So it's it it, 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 we're in that point where the weather is crazy right now. All right, well, when the new album does come out, I hope we're gonna be the first ones to know about it. And you're gonna have oh, it. Oh yeah, you're gonna get a copy for sure. And then as soon as you give the we're word, we're, we're, share it with everyone. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. We'll be mailing those to you. And by the way, we got some uh, swag that we brought for you and Chris. Right on. So we gotta get Let me that. run and get that real quick. Okay. And then, We'll do what we talked about before the thing. <laughs> Yeah.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.